listening to a podcast from Light FM. Monday Motivators with Sunway International Schools, helping you start the week with your best foot forward. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm quite excited because we're about to kind of go back to school and we have our <laughs> expert here who's going to lead the way. Would you please introduce yourself for us? Thank you, Asha. Well, my name is Ching Mian Wee. Lots of students and colleagues on campus call me Auntie Mian. So I welcome nice. you to call me Auntie Mian as well. I'm the executive director of uh, Sunway International Schools. Uh, essentially, that means I take care of the enterprise aspect of education, whilst the principal colleagues that I have look into the academic aspects of the schools. Okay, so you are the person to go to to kind of make people like us, parents and, and uncles and aunts and, <laughs> and, right. and prospective parents kind of understand things better. I hope I can do that. Yes, but that sort of puts it in a nutshell. Thank we'll you. We'll find out at the end of this uh, conversation <laughs> whether you have <laughs> achieved that goal or not. Mark that as her goal. Okay. Absolutely. Noted. Great, great. Noted. Uh, one to ten. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's IBDP and who is it for? Thank you, Terry. Great question. The acronym IBDP stands for the International Baccalaureate Diploma Program. Mm -hmm. It comes out of an organization called the International Baccalaureate, uh, which has got no affiliation to any particular country. So oh, it really, it's okay. a program that is country or nation neutral. Mm -hmm. uh, and hence, I would say it's one of um, the, the most internationalized curriculum in contrast to others that uh, are available in schools and, and in colleges. Who is it available to? Well, it's available to anyone who wants to be well prepared for university studies. And why do I say that? I say that because the internationalness of the program lies in the fact that, aside the fact that it's not country neutral, mm -hmm. it emphasizes in students needing to learn two languages. Right. And wow. you can even do more than two if you want to. Interesting. So the first language uh, comes under the, the first group and it's called language and literature, which means you need to do uh, this language, uh, we sometimes call it language A, mm -hmm. uh, to, um, you know, to a level of academic proficiency. Wow. So you could do it in, you could do English because you're studying the IBDP in English, but if you're very strong in Mandarin, mm. you could take Mandarin A, for example. Right. Uh, or if you're very good in French, you could take French A. Then you need to take another subject. We call it language B or group two uh, subject. And uh, this is at a level uh, which we call language acquisition. So it's for you to acquire a new language. Right. Uh, often students do this as an entry level, learning a new language. Um, in IB terms, we call it the ab initio level. So okay. you could be doing Mandarin ab initio. For me, for example, starting to learn Mandarin or French ab initio. So that's like um, from beginners, like you have zero exactly. exposure to it. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Wow. If you have some exposure or more than five years exposure, you wouldn't be allowed to write the language ab initio level. Oh, mm. right. So so the two languages gives you that internationalness as well, because then you're well equipped to be in more than one part of the world. Right. Yeah. Okay. This would be a program that students having finished the SPM, the local sigil plagiarism Malaysia or the O-Levels or the IGCSE uh, this would be a program that SPM or IGCSE graduates would mm. be moving into as preparation for university studies okay. right actually one of my cousins my younger cousins when I when she found out that um, I'm going to be interviewing someone about the IB the first thing she said was like yeah it's like STPM but like the extreme version of <laughs> STPM kudos yeah kudos <laughs> to her yeah because it is a very challenging course yeah so talking about it being challenging and it having been born of sort of uh, 
not one particular country or board per se. It is a board of its own and everything. You talked about the two languages Mm. as part of the strength Mm. uh, in it. But could you talk a little bit about the other unique points or aspects to do with this particular program? Thanks for that question, Asha. I think I could give 10 good reasons why students or 10 good unique points Mm -hmm. uh, as to why students should consider the IBDP. Um, I want to say something first as well before I forget. And that is to say that very often when students think about IBDP, they would ask, what's the maximum score? What's the highest Mm. score? Mm. Now, the highest score is 45, and I could explain why. And the lowest score would be 24 to get the full diploma. Mm. But to me, doing the IBDP doesn't mean that you need to score the highest in order to get the benefits of the whole program. I would say that if you got 24 to 28, but passed or completed all aspects of the IBDP, it would serve you well in being Mm. prepared for university and in being prepared for life. All right. So am I right in understanding you either pass and have the certificate or you don't? You don't have to deal with, oh, I got an A, you got a B, you got a C. Like it's either I have the certificate or I don't. Yeah, you're right, Asha. In the IB language or world, we don't go by grades. Uh, There is a scale of one to seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to score a four and above. So four, five, six, seven in order to get the diploma. There are six subjects. So if you had seven points, which is the highest, seven times six is... 42. Right. And then calculate, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got what they call the core elements. There are three core elements, which gives you another three points. That would be the theory of knowledge, one point, extended essay, another point, and creativity, activity, and service, another point. So 42 plus three would be. 45. I love it. It's like a lesson on its own. Right. So that would be the highest. But if you (laughs) scored four points for six subjects, it would be 24. Right. 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 Now, you do need to take the other three. uh, You do need to add the other three points as well. So it's 27 technically. So just to say, I would encourage students, right, to do the IBDP, even if they know they may not get six and sevens in all subjects. Mm. It may be fours and fives. But the way the whole IB is presented to students and the way students would be acquiring those skills... Uh, those learning habits, um, time management, being resourceful and independent, it will all augur well for them to be better or not just university, but for life. Could you give us an example? Like you'd imagine that anything that was going to put you in preparation for university would be teaching you time management, like Mm. homework and getting assignments done in any school system should be teaching you that. So how does that differ with an IB? Just give us an example. Great point, great point. Yeah, so don't get me wrong. I think all educational systems would avail students of opportunities to develop learning habits, good learning habits and time management. In IB, Terry, you just used the word challenging. Sometimes students tell me, oh, you know, I'm Mian, so they call me Auntie Mian. You know, Auntie Mian, (laughs) IBDP is difficult, you know. And to answer your question, Asha, the answer lies in the fact that students need to do six academic subjects. Mm. So back to the structure of the IBDP, there are six subjects for students in six groups, one subject per group. And on top of that, you've got to do the additional three core elements, theory of knowledge, extended essay, and CAS, which stands for Creativity, Activity, and Service. Now, doing all these, 
although within the context of two years, because the duration of the program is two years, mm-hmm. means you technically do almost double of what students do in other pre-university right. programs yeah. or STPM, yeah. as you've said. Which is a yeah. year and a half, STPM at most. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. because in the STPM, you would do probably four, maybe five subjects, right. but you don't have the sixth, nor right. do you have the three core elements. And also the requirement to handle a second language mm-hmm. is something that we should actually commend students yeah. on because it takes time and effort as well. Absolutely. So it is therefore yeah. rigorous. I would use the word rigorous to describe the program. It therefore has breadth. Mm-hmm. So students do the six subjects cover two languages, two languages as I've just uh, outlined. It covers humanities. We call it individuals and societies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this would be subjects in like economics and business and philosophy and history. Uh, it covers the sciences. So you've got the, um, the chemistry, biology, physics. You also have a subject like the environmental systems and societies. Uh, and you have the fifth group, and that would be mathematics. That would be a, a several mathematics subjects for students to take. Right depending on whether you want to be an engineering major or a business major. And the sixth group is called the arts. Uh, And many schools like ours offers visual arts. Oh, interesting. Mm. So can you see the breadth? Yeah, and you are required to take a subject in every one of these groups. From each of the six groups. Which is why you said it covers so much breadth. Whereas when most other pre-U courses, you're already streamlining towards just a science course or towards a humanities course or towards business. Uh, Whereas this still allows you to cover a really huge breadth of topics. In fact, it's not even a choice. You have have to to. choose something out of every group. Yeah. Right. Um, There is a little bit of leeway when students want to pursue, let's say, medicine and Mm -hmm. they need to have two science subjects then from uh, the the science group uh, you take two sciences rather than just one subject and then you sort of opt out from group 6 which is the arts now when it comes to IB we've heard over and over again actually about how it's more than just an exam based system it's more than just the coursework because there are qualities that you learn outside of just basic academics, right? What qualities does an IB student develop at SIS? Mm. So the IB program speaks proudly of developing in students what they call the IB learner profile attributes. Mm. Okay, and they list it out. So by listing it out, it doesn't just mean that we profess it. We've got to embed it as well into the curriculum in ways we teach Mm. and assess students. So for example, and these attributes are are just so meaningful in day-to-day life as well. So students um, are required to be knowledgeable, right? Right? So it's not just knowledgeable, isn't just knowing, but mm. a- able to apply it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to think and they need to reflect. They need to uh, you know, be reflective. Uh, I particularly like being the risk taker. Oh. I think in a lot of uh, times, particularly in our context, in our culture, we, we don't encourage risk taking. But we all know that every event that does not lead to a result that we want is a setback. It's not a failure. It's just moves us in another direction right. towards mm. success. Yep. So being a risk taker, being balanced, uh, exactly, doing the six subjects, having the cast component, which is the creativity activity service, means students are not just encouraged, they have to complete projects while working with their community. Mm. They have got to identify personal development activities that wow. will help them either do better in a particular subject or do better in a, in a project and so on. Yeah, so, so that balance. Oh, that's interesting. So you don't just learn about the world around you, you learn about yourself and how you can apply yourself to the needs of other people in your community. Absolutely. And wow. that's why Terry, you know, uh, group one, two, I think group three, Uh, Instead of calling it humanities, Mm. IB calls this group of subjects history, philosophy, economics, individuals and societies. Mm. Individuals and societies. It's about us all functioning, not 
alone, but as part mm. of a community, part of a, a nation and part of the world. Right. Yeah? Mm. And, and I could babble on and on about the other attributes, which is to be an inquirer, a communicator, and, and to be principled. And I think this last bit about being principled augurs very well with Sunway International School uh, because SIS is owned and governed by the Jeffrey Chia Foundation. Mm. And like all the other uh, schools and institutions, uh, our values resonate around being humble. So our, our key or core values would be humility, mm. integrity and excellence. So I think, again, when you asked how does SIS you know, help students to acquire these attributes, aside the IB recommended ways, as it were, or the yeah. IB curriculum, uh, it very much aligns with our ethos and and values. Yeah. Right, of SIS itself. Of SIS and Sunway institutions. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so this is a question for all students out there who are like me. You know, okay, you've got parents who kind of really want you to sort of be shoehorned into a particular profession and good luck to you, can't help you there. <laughs> yeah. But then there are others where the parents are like, well, you know, you have to decide what it is you want to do. And at 16, I had mm. no clue. So, you know, how does this help with those students who of have an idea of what they may want to do at university but they're really not sure yet and they kind of want to get to the other side of 18, 19 where they're kind of done with school to then kind of, you know, when it's time to apply to unis to do courses mm. know what they're doing. Like, what would be your advice to mm. them in t- in relation to actually choosing IB as mm. the vehicle for them Thank to move forward. Thank you for helping right? me, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, you've painted <laughs> a brilliant and uh, very relevant and real situation, Asha. The IBDP program is designed for students aged 16 to 19. So mm. it's exactly the scenario that you've painted. The fact that students take a, a range of subjects across not just languages, but the the humanities, the individuals and societies, the sciences uh, and, uh, and math and even art means I this issue does not become an issue anymore. Am I making sense? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because you are doing that range and it gives you... That keeps that you open, two, the pathways are open. Yeah, to then find yourself. Like, you know, I'm most of the time, actually students are brilliant in more than one way. Mm. One, You know, they, they are very good in math and science. Uh, and in the old days, now I'm talking about the old days here <laughs> now, I was streamed into the science stream. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think if I had been given the, op- the opportunity to develop my artistic skills or... Right. You know, I could have probably do, done quite well in art. Can't sing, Terry. Yeah, but definitely, you know, I, I've got that, you know, balance between the arts and the sciences. Right. Mm. So the IBDP, based on research that educators have done and, and, and structured uh, without the limitations of having to fulfill particular countries' requirements, which I respect. Mm. But this is, like, a, like I've said, it's an international curriculum that's not aligned to any national curriculum needs, right? right? Or nation-building needs and so on. So it, it does allow students to, yeah, another two years, discover yourself and your talents yeah. and see what you want to do in university. And at universities today, many of the universities now offer double majors, double degrees right. or you could take um, you know a, a sampling of um, sciences with your business degree or, and vice right. versa do law with music so wow. it's perfect for exactly what you said then Asha because yeah. right instead of being forced to make that decision right after let's say SPM this gives you that opportunity to still like discover more of what you are and more of who you are and what you want to develop and also giving you the opportunity to realize maybe I do want more than just to be than just an engineer. If you're up to that double major and because of how challenging I've heard and been told <laughs> that uh, DIB is, that also prepares you for what lies ahead if you do choose that, that double major ahead of you because you'll already be putting up 
putting in so much work and effort and of course the payoff of being involved in a program like the IB yeah so exactly exactly yeah. and that's why more and more schools uh, and even public schools in in many countries uh, have gone the pathway of offering IBDP as an mm. additional option to students and universities across the world uh, welcome the IBDP applicant as it were mm. that's fantastic yeah options is always a good thing so if you want to find out more about the IBDP what can a listener do right now please log into our website check out our website which is www.sunwayschools.edu.my we have an IB Exploration Day coming oh. up on the 9th of September. Okay. Uh, welcome <laughs> you to our campuses, our Sunway International School campus in Sunway City, Kuala Lumpur, or our Sunway International School campus in Sunway City, Iskandar Putri, down okay. in Johor. And uh, I would also encourage students to, to visit our website to find out more. Um, I do want to grab a moment here to also share, Terry and Asha, that uh, our campus down south, SIS in Sunway City, Iskandar Putri, as an IB World School, also offer an IBCP, pre-university pathway. Mm. What yes. is that? Oh. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, it's International Baccalaureate's career-related program. So if I may just distinguish the IBDP yes. uh, and the IB with the IBCP, the IBDP, I would call it a generalist pathway mm -hmm. because when you do this broad range of subjects uh, and you've got the theory of knowledge and all that, you're really prepared for anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the same time, some students sort of know, like Terry, you know you want to be a famous, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, you Neurosurgeon. Know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, a, a media communicator and so on. <laughs> And Asha yourself, you, you already know your pathway. For students or candidates uh, who know what they want to do in life, mm -hmm. IB has got a career-related pathway where students do just two or three of the IBDP subjects, right. but save the rest of the time and space to do subjects or to pursue subjects relevant to their areas of interest. It okay. could be art. Uh, it could be, in our case, we our career pathway is in the business. It could be in accounting, for example. Right. Yeah. So I also encourage listeners, uh, parents and your your children, young young people to find out more about the IBCP. Right. And of course, the uh, pathway into the IBDP or IBCP in an IB World School would be the IB Millions Program, right. or what we call IB MYP. And that also runs at our SIS in Sunway Iskandar Putri. All these options. And all these letters, I think the best thing to do is either get online or get yourself down there to find out because there's nothing like asking a, a real human being to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, having a chat with us today about this. Thank you, Asha. Thank you so much for this time. Visit the KL or Johor campus on 9th September to learn more about international baccalaureate programs. RSVP now via www.sunwayschools.edu.my. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.